2: This morning, parts of Sydney become an inland sea, the extreme weather front on the move as residents inspect the damage. Queensland is told to stay home with more thunderstorms on the way for the soaked southeast. A second round of peace talks underway as Russia claims its first victory in Ukraine. The floor at one of Sydney's iconic theatres collapses in the middle of a concert. And Russia and Belarus banned as the Winter Paralympics begin in Beijing.
3: This is Seven News with Jodie Spears.
2: Good morning. Homes and businesses have been destroyed and rain continues to fall across Greater Sydney. Emergency crews being tested hour after hour. Statewide, half a million people have come under evacuation orders or warnings and the full extent of the damage is not yet known.
4: Sydney turned to an inland sea. Homes in Richmond consumed by a vast expanse of muddy water. Well, This was the Indy 800 kart track at Wilberforce. Only the clubhouse roof and a control tower showing. This speed sign, hard to say if it's meant for cars or boaties. In Warrington, a family was winched to safety two-year-old Layla and four-year-old Alira happily emerging from their child rescue capsules.
5: When I saw them carrying the back, I thought, oh my God, are they in there? And then I saw them pop their little heads out and I thought, oh God, you know, they're okay.
4: At Shane's Park, this baby girl and her mum safe and sound in a boat after becoming trapped inside their home. Fire is doing their part rescuing a couple at Gledswood Hills. Many heating warnings to get out early.
3: I just got a pregnant wife and a baby, so we just want to get out before the roads are all flooded.
4: Georges River locals getting out by tinny. Pets not left behind. Two boys swimming home and wading back with their best friends.
5: Stephen, yeah there's no way you're leaving Diva
4: behind? Cut. And if that wasn't enough puppy love, four four-week-old pups, the cutest evacuees of all, were these alpacas brought out from their paddock via boat?
1: Things will get worse uh, right before they get better. This is a real challenge, but we'll, we'll get through.
4: For some it was a case of, if you can't beat the rain, enjoy it. In the Blue Mountains, heavy rain supercharged waterfalls. And on the Central Coast, a sea of foam from one end of
2: the beach to the other. Sean White, 7 News. In northern New South Wales, Lismore locals are facing an overwhelming clean-up effort after the destructive flooding. Street by street, home by home, piles of destroyed possessions are building up. All levels of government are working on an action plan to help with the recovery. And in good news, a 93-year-old woman has been rescued from her home, police pulling her off a floating mattress when she had just 20 centimetres of breathing space left. Queenslanders in the state's southeast are being told to stay home today, with more dangerous thunderstorms expected. A supercell tore through the region, with giant hail and damaging winds bringing more heartache for flood victims.
5: No reprieve for storm-weary Queenslanders as an unforgiving deluge carved through the southeast. Flood victims flooded again. The supercell storm raging from Brisbane to Maruchador. All this that just. It just came up in about half an hour. Um, you know, we actually got a little bit scared and actually drove off. A sucker punch for residents who had just begun the cleanup. Hail, lightning and wind ripping through homes, flooding office floors and creating a geyser in the heart of suburbia. The rain falling from the sky sounded almost like gunfire. <laughs> Nonetheless, the Brisbane River has been receding, revealing more damage day by day. Cars submerged by days of flash flooding now beginning to emerge from the murky depths. While in Rockley, the famed mud army came marching in on the front line of flood recovery. Pretty much cleared everything
6: out now. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff.
5: The water might be gone, but the streets are peppered with rubble. Locals who were forced to flee, finding their homes and businesses unrecognisable. Millions of dollars worth of damage so far, but with more severe storms on the way, that damage bill could soar. The Premier's plea to Queenslanders stay home. The conditions are going to be unstable uh, for the next uh, 24 to 48 hours, so across the entire southeast. Jacinta Lee, 7 News.
2: A second round of ceasefire talks is underway between Ukraine and Russia amid reports the Kremlin has taken control of its first major Ukrainian city. Russian forces have captured the city of Kurzon as they continue to make inroads in the south. Delegates from the besieged country are hoping to at least agree on humanitarian corridors for the evacuation of civilians. The United Nations estimates more than one million people have fled the country since Russia began its deadly assault. US President Joe Biden has hastily convened a meeting of the Quad Alliance, bringing together the leaders of four key nations. Let's go live now to Tim Lester in the US. Good morning, Tim. Have they presented a united front against Russia?
1: Uh, morning, Jody. Well, actually, not yet, at least not w- that we can see. Four hours ago, Joe Biden hastily bringing together the leaders of the Quad. That includes, of course, the US, Australia, Japan, and notably, in this case, India. In recent days, India has been abstaining from key votes in the United Nations, where other nations, Australia, the US, and Japan among them, have strongly condemned Russia. The behaviour in the US view, or at least the Biden administration's view uh, is that India ought to be on board and apparently the president called this rushed meeting of the four leaders 1 a.m. Australian time so not ideal for uh, Prime Minister Scott Morrison called it with a view to bringing India on board to strongly condemn Russia. India has a strong relationship with Russia particularly uh, Russian defence weaponry sold to India uh, to supply its military needs so far has not made a condemnation of Russia and in the statement released by the White House in the last hour, there is still no Indian condemnation. Jody.
2: OK, Tim Lester, thank you. A concert at Sydney's iconic Enmore Theatre had to be called off after part of the floor collapsed under the weight of the packed crowd. ARIA award-winning artist Genesis Awusu was in the middle of his comeback show when the floor started to sink with a four-metre drop below.
3: Um, there's like a real big drop under that. So this is actually really dangerous. You guys are super sick. Like, we're going to have to reschedule the show.
2: Thankfully, no one was hurt during the incident. A quick check of sport now, and para-alpine skiers Melissa Perrine and Mitchell Gouley have been named Australia's flag bearers ahead of tonight's opening ceremony. Russia and Belarus have now been banned from competing in Beijing following massive backlash amid the escalating conflict in Ukraine. Some countries even threatening to boycott the Games. The opening ceremony of the Winter Paralympics is live on seven tonight. COVID restrictions are easing slightly in Queensland from 6 o'clock tonight. You'll no longer need to wear a mask at indoor venues, but they'll still be mandatory inside healthcare facilities, on public transport and in airports. The state recorded six COVID-related deaths yesterday. Entire classes are being sent for PCR testing in South Australia as the state's school COVID outbreak worsens. 80% of the state's Catholic schools have reported cases since the start of term and it's understood infections have more than doubled in the past two weeks. 758 kids tested positive on Wednesday. The Russian embassy had to be evacuated in Canberra yesterday after two suspicious packages were found outside the building. Hazmat crews were called when white powder was found in one of the parcels. Protesters continued to rally against the invasion of Ukraine outside the building. Cricket legend Rod Marsh has been flown to an Adelaide hospital as he fights for life. The 74-year-old has been in an induced coma since he suffered a heart attack in Bundaberg last week. It's understood he's in a critical but stable condition. In a landmark move, the Victorian government will pay members of the Stolen Generation $100,000. Indigenous leaders say it's an important step, but the money won't make up for what they've been through. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander viewers are warned this story may contain images of deceased people.
0: Eva Jo Edwards was stolen from her family at the age of five.
2: I remember the day, where I was, what happened, our trip
4: from Swan Hill to Melbourne, and stays with you forever. She spent
0: the next 13 years in institutions.
4: Impacted on my life immensely, you know, the changes, the disconnectedness, all those things that come with not being raised with your family.
1: To take away from them language and cultural practice, to take away from them family, to take away from them country, is a shameful, shameful thing.
0: A new $155 million reparations package will include a $100,000 payment for every Aboriginal Victorian who was stolen before 1977. 1,200 people will be eligible.
4: We die younger, we're more involved with the justice system, we have greater poverty and many other things. Uh, worse than the rest of the Aboriginal community.
0: More than 400 members of the Stolen Generation and their families were consulted on the package which includes access to healing programs.
1: There are supports, there are healing processes, we need to make sure healing support, culturally appropriate responses are put in place.
0: The package also includes an apology from the state government in a letter, an email, over the phone or in person. The Premier says he's willing to deliver those apologies himself if that's what members of the stolen generation want.
4: Affords us a dignity and a validation that has been denied until now.
2: Sharnel Vela, Seven News. One of Australia's longest-running television shows, Neighbours, has officially been axed. Production company Fremantle made the announcement after being unable to secure a deal with a UK broadcaster. The show has produced some of Australia's biggest stars, including Kylie Minogue, Margot Robbie and Delta Goodrum. The final episode will be filmed in June to air in September. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones trading 79 points higher, rather. the Nasdaq down, in London the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 184 points up, Hong Kong's Hang Seng also higher, the All Lords finished 40 points in the green and the ASX200 also ended higher on the commodities market gold is trading at 1930 US dollars an ounce oil is 110 US dollars a barrel the Aussie dollar buying 73.24 US cents approaching 85 Japanese yen and a dollar 7 New Zealand Former U.S. President Donald Trump has been accused of engaging in criminal conduct in his bid to overturn the results of the 2020 election. A U.S. congressional committee investigating the attack on the Capitol last year has found Trump may have engaged in conspiracy to defraud the United States. It could see the Attorney General come under increased political pressure to lay charges on the former president. At least three people have been killed in a horror pile-up in Florida. It's been reported as many as 25 vehicles were involved in five separate crashes, with visibility severely limited by a mixture of thick fog and a nearby controlled burn. It caused a major explosion, sparking flames which towered high into the air. A painting has been sold at auction for an eye-watering $109 million. The artwork, called Dominion of Light by Belgian artist René Magritte, was put under the hammer in London, setting a new record. It's one in a series of 17 made between the 1940s and the 1960s. The identity of the buyer remains a mystery. A keen young angler has reeled in the catch of his life, a a two-and-a-half-metre bronze whaler at a popular Adelaide beach. The spectacle caught the eye of keen onlookers who watched on in awe.
6: As far as big game fishing goes, this is about as thrilling as it gets.
4: Can not explain it? It's so so, so good. Kind of into one.
6: 15-year-old Jay Hellman spotted this bronze whaler off the Henley Beach jetty last week and was determined to make the catch his.
4: Both of us spent hours, hours just trying to catch that one Enough. fish and then finally he caught one. Constantly fighting running around, giving me a bit of grief.
6: It took an hour to reel in the two-and-a-half-metre shark while attracting a crowd of about 50 squealing onlookers. Jay was nervous about the spectators, but was impressed with their curiosity.
4: Surprised there's no-one abusing us last night, which I should like. No-one's abusing us.
6: Fishing for sharks like bronzies is legal along metro coastlines, with strict rules around using the right gear. This shark was tagged, and with no need for a catch that size, Jay reached his hands into the predator's mouth to remove the hook and set it free.
4: Just grabbed its back towel, walked it in, and so on for nice. So I'm straight out.
6: Experts say anglers should be aware of onlookers when reeling in a shark on popular beaches and ensuring they treat their catch as humanely as possible. Casey Trelaw, Seven News.
3: Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ That's stamps.com. Code program.
2: Para-alpine skiers Melissa Perrine and Mitchell Gooley have been named Australia's flag bearers ahead of tonight's opening ceremony. The four-time winter parallel athletes will both call time on their careers at the end of the Beijing Games. Perrine, who carried the Australian flag at the closing ceremony in Pyeongchang, says it's a great honour to be able to share this moment with her long-time teammate.
5: We're on those teams in the same race courses together. To share that with him, like to share this with him, is just, it's, I don't know, it's the pinnacle of my career and I couldn't think of anyone I'd rather have by my side.
2: Russia and Belarus have been banned from competing in the Paralympic Games. The opening ceremony will be live on 7 tonight. COVID scares have disrupted Australia's preparations for the first test in Pakistan. The Aussies haven't had the services of spin coach Farwood Ahmed, who's in COVID isolation, while Pakistani paceman Harris Ralph has been ruled out after contracting the virus. RAIN forced both teams to cancel their match eve training sessions. The first test begins later this afternoon. The zoo legacy continues with boxing prodigy Nikita announcing himself to the world in Brisbane last night. With older brother Tim in his corner, the 24-year-old did not muck about, taking just two rounds to defeat Aaron Stahl in his professional boxing debut. The
3: perfect start for Nikita zoo as the legacy continues.
2: The win by technical knockout comes after Zoo took a five-year break to study architecture at university. The Opals have avoided reigning world champions Team USA but have still drawn a tough group in the next round of qualifiers for the Women's Basketball World Cup. Australia has been drawn into Group B with Olympic silver medalists Japan, Serbia, France, Nigeria and Canada. The top four teams from each group will progress to the quarterfinals with the tournament to begin in Sydney on September 22nd. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low is affecting the New South Wales coast with heavy rain and powerful surf. Troughs are triggering showers and storms in northeast New South Wales, southeast Queensland and the northern tropics. A front and a trough is bringing showers and storms to South Australia. Ex-tropical cyclone Annika in northern WA is generating gusty wind and rain. Around the capitals now, Brisbane, 30 degrees today with a shower or two. Sydney, heading for 27 with showers. Canberra, mostly cloudy, 27. Melbourne, 30 and humid with late showers. Hobart, 26 and humid. Partly cloudy and 26 degrees in Adelaide. Perth, sunny and 30. And Darwin, partly cloudy, heading for 33. And that's seven early news for this Friday, the 4th of March, 2022.